Bloomberg Law with June Grosso and Michael Best. On demand via our Bloomberg Radio Plus app, free for iPhone and Android devices. Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. And today, Bloomberg Law host June Grosso and Greg Storr discuss Supreme Court arguments in a case regarding death penalty exceptions for people who are intellectually disabled. They speak with Rob Owen, a professor at Northwestern University Prisker School of Law. Rob, give us the overview of how the courts in Texas define what is an intellectual disability. Sure. The, uh, the Texas courts have, uh, since 2006, have applied their own judge-made criteria for judging whether a defendant meets the standard to be exempt from execution. The, uh, the Atkins decision itself identified sort of three traditional criteria for a diagnosis of what was then called mental retardation. The first is significantly sub-average intellectual functioning, which is usually represented by an IQ score. The second is what's called deficits in adaptive functioning, which essentially is the, the ways in which the low intellectual functioning translates into behavior. So it has to do with how the defendant adapts to functioning in the real world. And the third criterion is the simplest one, which is that ordinarily this diagnosis has to be uh, manifest itself prior to age 18. Rob, explain why it's difficult for the Supreme Court to set out specific standards for mental disability. Uh, I really think it's not that difficult. In In Atkins in 2002, when the Supreme Court first announced this prohibition on executing defendants with intellectual disability, they said that it would be primarily left up to the states to define what constituted intellectual disability, or as we called it at the time, mental retardation. In 2014, however, the court took another case, this one from Florida, a case called Hall, where they asked the question, had Florida gone too far? in narrowing its definition of the first prong of the Atkins definition. And what the Supreme Court said through Justice Kennedy very emphatically in the Hall case is, you know, that's wrong. You can't, you can't, uh, this, although the states have some latitude under Atkins, they can't define uh, intellectual disability in a way that is inconsistent with a broad scientific consensus among the relevant professional medical community. That's Rob Owen, a professor at Northwestern University Pritzker School of Law, speaking with Bloomberg Law hosts June Grasso and Greg Storr. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. And now among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, the Turtles are happy together. Sirius XM has agreed to pay up to $99 million to settle a class action lawsuit brought by the former members of the 60s group, the Turtles. The suit had to do with unpaid royalties for songs recorded before 1972. Those songs aren't protected by U.S. copyright, so the plaintiffs sued Sirius under California copyright law. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information. You can listen to Bloomberg Law weekday afternoons at 4.30 p.m. Eastern in New York on Bloomberg 1130, in Boston on 1200 a.m. and 94.5 FM HD2, in San Francisco on 960 a.m. and 103.7 FM HD2, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 119.